0: Digital transformation is a journey that companies of all shapes and sizes need to go on, especially as we try to navigate this post-pandemic world.
1: Welcome to There's a Better Way. Each episode, Dr. Arvind Chandrashekran, professor and academic director, will sit down with a prominent expert or faculty leader to discuss how business principles can provide solutions to problems we may face in our professional and personal lives. This program is brought to you by Fisher Executive Education welcome to There's a Better Way. I'm here with Michael Fulton, uh, an adjunct professor at The Ohio State University. And Michael is also the Associate Vice President of Technology, Strategy and Innovation at Nationwide Insurance. Welcome to the program, Michael.
0: Thanks, AC. I'm excited to be here.
1: Great. Michael, your title of uh, uh, Technology, Strategy and Innovation seems a lot uh, for a mouthful but can you tell us more about like, what do you do? And today's conversation is gonna be on the topic of managing digital. Can you give us an overview of what do you do at Nationwide and how is it related to what we're gonna talk today?
0: Great, so my job at Nationwide really is to, um, to explore, to look at emerging technologies, to research and understand them, to identify the new what's possible that those technologies create. And then it's our team's job to educate the rest of the organization on those technologies and then help match those up with uh, use cases that will drive significant business outcomes uh, and prototype through. Um, um, a design thinking uh, customer centric process to help us really prove out the value of those use cases mm-hmm. so it's a it's a starting point of a technology lens but quickly marrying that up with a business use case. Uh, to determine new value for nationwide.
1: Okay, that's very interesting, Michael. very very important uh, role in any, every organization. So uh, I know our conversation today is on digital and especially the ideas around how do you manage digital transformation? Mm-hmm. So for our listeners out there, can you tell us what 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 do you when we hear this term and we hear this more often nowadays that companies have to have a digital transformation uh, wing in their uh, units. What do they mean by that? And wh- why do you think digital transformation is important for companies?
0: So I think for me, it's, it's pretty simple, right? In the technology world, we have for the last 50 or so years, maybe even longer, um, been applying technology internally within our company to drive operational excellence, to drive productivity and to basically make our companies run better. Digital is is actually the application of that same technology and some new emerging technologies to the outside world, to our customer experiences, to our business models, to fundamentally transform our organizations and how we do business. And so it's a lot bigger. It's a lot more um, impactful and comprehensive. And it's, to some extent, uh, a lot more challenging. Um, but we hear lots of wonderful stories uh, in the industry about digital and digital transformation because we're changing the way that customers interact with our company and we're changing the business models of our company and how our company works at its core. And that's really powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that we'll talk about uh, throughout the, the time is I've seen this in companies of all shapes and sizes. Um, I saw this when I worked at Procter & Gamble, I was uh, part of the, the the digital transformation program at Procter Gamble where we were trying to fundamentally change how our company would go to market and uh, how we would think about our customers. I saw this when I was at CCNC Solution, we were a uh, boutique consulting company headquartered over in Sydney, Australia, that had a worldwide presence and we were trying to transform how we engaged our customers, how we engaged um, the, the, uh, the market. And and so I was right at the middle of that as a chief digital officer. And now here at Nationwide, um, the opportunity to, to see the important role that technology plays in that journey, uh, partnering with, uh, with our innovation organization, which here at Nationwide, we recently combined digital and innovation into a single organization because they are so tightly entwined and uh, interconnected. And so um, whether it's a consumer packaged goods or whether it's a um, airplane manufacturer like GE, which has some great digital stories or a small consulting company or an insurance company, digital isn't about being a technology company. Digital is about leveraging technology to transform any and all sorts of businesses.
1: And these are very good uh, ways to um, emphasize why a digital would be an important uh, aspect for every company to consider. So can, you mentioned lots of use case examples, Michael. Can you give us more of uh, from your experience of an example where companies have used this to really get strategic advantage? Yeah, I mean, and we can go back to some of
0: the 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 basic examples and and I think they're basic because they're so powerful and so strong. So, uh, companies like, uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. which by introducing, uh, a digital delivery of videos to the market, they fundamentally transformed a customer experience. They fundamentally transformed the business model for an entire industry and put companies like Blockbuster out of business, right? That's, that's a great example where, um, Leveraging technology to just fundamentally rethink mm-hmm. things has had a huge impact. Another great example is a company like Uber. Um, Uber has fundamentally rethought the, um, the, the transportation industry and, and has put a lot of taxis out of business or challenged their models. Um, and, and the interesting thing right there is if we think again about the power of technology and transforming the business model, Uber took a very capital-intensive business. You had to go out and you had to buy vehicles. You had to have people. You it, and, and that made it into a business that required next to no capital. We rented vehicles. We leveraged people in a gig economy to use their own personal vehicles during times when they weren't otherwise using them and and really enabled a company that could scale in different ways. This is one of the core fundamental components of, of, of digital is this idea of, of moving from the physical world to the digital world where we turn physical objects into information mm-hmm. that enables these fundamental business model shifts and it enables what we call exponential growth and exponential innovation.
1: Okay. Uh, these two examples, Mike, you mentioned. Another example I can think of now that you mentioned this is a company like Wabi Parker. So, um, and where again, they, they completely came in and disrupted uh, the eyeglass industry. They took out Luxottica and said, okay, I can really create a digital experience for a shopper who wants to buy glasses and right. uh, never would have had, I would have thought about going and buying completely uh, a glass online. But now the way that you just mentioned about how they transform the way of me buying glasses, trying out samples, shipping them back I can now imagine, like how powerful it would be to like take um, some companies. So one question I have, Michael, I think this is very interesting. You mentioned Uber, you mentioned Netflix, and even Bobby Parker. These are all like uh, I would call them startup firms. Like they never existed, right? Uh, when when Blockbuster existed, or uh, or, or like even mm-hmm. Uber never existed. So does digital transformation only help? Uh, these uh, uh, nascent like entrepreneurial firms or uh, can they help like big incumbents Uh, and are there examples of uh, from your own uh, experience in PNG or elsewhere where larger companies have also used this for strategic advantage and not get consumed by smaller startups?
0: Yeah, I think think the insurance industry brings a good example here when we talk about um, auto insurance and usage-based insurance. Um, Here at Nationwide, we have a product we call Smart Miles. And and basically what that is doing is it's leveraging um, the equivalent of an IOT sensor. In the insurance industry, we call it telematics. But it's really an IOT sensor in the vehicle to help determine how much you're driving. And the idea is that um, rather than making you pay a set fee every month, uh with an assumption that you're driving a lot and we we want to make sure that we're protecting the the company and in support of that instead we're able to get real granular data in how much you drive and we Mm -hmm. can then provide you a price that is reflective of of your um your actual driving volume right and so that's an area where we've taken technology and transformed the customer experience and to some extent Transform the business model for incumbent insurance companies like nationwide. Um, it, it was the big incumbents, the big carriers that brought telematics and usage based insurance to the industry. It wasn't, um, startups that brought that first to the industry. The startups may get, um, get people talking about things, but the, the major carriers were the companies that had that in place and have had that in place for a long time. And That's where I think uh, sometimes you'll see um, incumbents um, make these digital transformations, um, but because they've got a bigger, broader story to tell, they don't get talked about as much, Mm -hmm. whereas the startups may just only have one part of their story, and so they tend to make a little bit more noise sometimes about
1: So th- this actually gets into a very uh, important question, Michael. It's like, as companies prepare themselves, and as you mentioned, it's not just tech companies, uh, even consumer uh, brands like P&G and, and so on and so on. What should they do uh, to, uh, as they prepare themselves to get into the digital transformation? What are the things that they should do uh, to make sure that these things happen successfully?
0: Yeah, so in in the in the digital executive education program that we're standing up at, Uh, At Ohio State, we have a fairly simple framework, and that framework is based on the idea of envision, transform, and execute, right? Uh, There's kind of three stages to that digital journey. First, you have to envision where you're going. What does it mean to you to be a digital enterprise? What does that look like? Then, uh, once you have a vision of where you're going... You have to figure out how you're going to get there. What's the roadmap to take you from where you're at today to that end state that you're envisioning, right? So you have to go on a transformation journey, right? And that transformation journey typically involves a series of of efforts that move you uh, a little bit further down the road, but it's a period of multiple years taking those steps forward. And then eventually you get into the mode where you're, you are a digital enterprise and you need to execute day to day. You have to build new digital products. You have to run the digital products that you've created. And that requires a new set of capabilities and practices from what we have today. And so part of your transformation journey has to include upskilling and reskilling your organization to be prepared to execute in that new digital enterprise that you're envisioning. So it's that really that three steps, Arvind. Uh, the the envisioning, the transformation, and the execution.
1: That is nicely put, Michael. And then I can think of again, as you mentioned some of your examples uh, about IoT uh, and and how you could actually sense and like uh, give the products to what the consumers want. There's a fine line there, Michael. I want to like ask you this question: Is um, uh, and we've been hearing a lot about data usage and data misusage, right? So, are there challenges on digital transformation because the example that you gave where you could track somebody's buying patterns, driving patterns can also be used incorrectly by companies or can also be used uh, in a way that may not sound ethical, ethically right. So are there challenges for companies as they think about digital transformation that they've got to be aware because the loss may be perfectly fine, but you're into like that, I would call as a shady area where uh, they could have some unethical challenges. What's your thought on that?
0: No, I think it's a great point, AC. I think, um, there's, there's kind of two components of it. First is the, the security aspect, right? The, when we talk about digital, one of the things that goes hand in hand with digital is the increasing importance of data, right? Part of, again, as I mentioned early on, we're moving from a physical world into a data world. And that's what's driving a lot of these transformations of the customer experience and of the business model. So it's important that we keep that data safe and secure. We we are beginning to know and understand a lot more data about the customer, and um, cybersecurity. Um, I shouldn't say cybersecurity thieves. It's really the 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 bad actors that are actually out there trying to get at that data. And so the importance of cybersecurity and keeping that data safe and secure increases dramatically as you undergo your digital transformations that's one the second piece just like you talked about is the concept of digital ethics uh, we actually uh, incorporate that into every element of our uh, program here at ohio state um, our digital executive education program we we um think that digital ethics is critically important and and i'll give you an example right um, one of the the core technologies that's really important in the digital age is artificial intelligence. Everybody's probably heard about it, very familiar with it. How do you know when the machine is telling you to do something that it's telling you to do the right thing, right? Um, How do you know that it's leveraging the right set of data to make that prediction around what the future looks like? And that's that's really where the, the concept of digital ethics comes into question, right? Who is the person, if you're, if you are, coding the machine and telling the machine what to do, who is the person responsible for that? Is it the leader in the organization that's providing some sort of direction? Is it the computer programmer that is actually writing the code? Is it the um, security person or the, the risk person? There's, there's a whole bunch of questions in there. So I'll give you another really interesting example from that we think about in the insurance industry. Um, autonomous vehicles is one of the things that is being driven by digital transformation, by the introduction of artificial intelligence. Well, when the, when you are, are driving in an autonomous vehicle, or I should say riding, you're not driving. Um, and that autonomous vehicle gets in an accident with another car that's being driven by a person. How do you determine who's at fault? Hmm. Is it the computer that's at fault? Um, because it, projected and predicted that the human was going to do something and the human acted differently, or is the human at fault, right? Uh, Or a a common ethical dilemma is um, you're, you're faced with an autonomous vehicle is faced with a decision where you're driving down the road and um, a deer jumps out in front of you, right? And if you swerve to the right to avoid the deer you'll hit the car next to you and likely uh, cause an accident, putting the driver and the passengers of that car at risk. If you swerve to the left, you will um, go off of a cliff, and you'll likely kill the passengers of your vehicle. And if you go straight ahead, you'll kill the animal, causing damage to your car and putting, again, your passengers and your vehicle at risk. What's the right answer? there is not necessarily a right answer. It all depends on your morality statements and and the ethics behind that. And so digital ethics is a really, really important topic. And it's something that we all have to wrestle with together through conversation because it's not black and white. It's not cut and dried. There's a lot of ambiguity in the conversation.
1: Yeah. And I think this is, again, this only reinforces, Michael, the importance of companies to think about digital transformation as a systemic aspect, because as you rightly point out, it's not a one person or one entity's decision. People have to understand when they are uh, uh, working with technologies to really make a a cohesive decision that can help uh, the organizations move forward. So these are very, very good examples, Michael, in terms of um, putting. So you talked about this uh, executive education opportunity. Can you tell us a little bit more for our listeners who might be interested in that?
0: Yeah, so we have been standing up at Ohio State since uh, about March an executive edu- a new executive education program focused on digital and helping uh, individuals and enterprises go on this digital transformation journey. And so um, we're putting together um, a series of courses, a series of role-based certifications that will be available uh, to help people learn the key, Uh, things that they need to learn uh, to be able to, to just as I mentioned, to be able to envision that new future. How do the executives get the new skills, the new mental models to envision the future of their digital enterprises? Um, The transformation leaders, the people that are actually taking you on the journey, how do they have the right frameworks, the right skill sets to be able to do that? We've got a series of educations to help those folks. And then the practitioners, the people doing the work day to day, once you've got into that um, digital enterprise, how is their work changing? And so we have a series of, of, of courses and certifications that will, uh, support people doing that work of, of the day to day in the digital enterprise. And so we're really excited to be, to be launching that here, uh, very soon. Um, it's a, it's a really comprehensive program that I think will add a lot of value for, uh, for organizations. We've got some early. Uh, adopters of the program and the the early feedback has been uh, really good so far so we're really excited about what we're bringing to the table.
1: That is great Michael I think that's a nice way to like again think about how companies can actually learn and learn from each other as they actually take these digital transformations. So I know we are out of time Michael I really want to take this opportunity to thank you. I know you' you have a very busy schedule so thank you for spending some time with us and sharing your thoughts on how companies have to think about digital transformation as a systemic exercise and how that can actually give them a strategic advantage. Thank you so much, Michael.
0: Thanks. I enjoyed our time together. Take care.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. For more episodes or information about executive education program offerings, please visit fisher.osu.edu.